0: strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord, welcome to for Zion's sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: and my name is June. Hi everyone.
1: It's good to be with you this day as we continue a theme that we started yesterday that will continue throughout this whole week. And that theme is the eternal God. We started yesterday by looking at Micah 5:2, and we'd like to pick up on that verse again. So, if you have your Bibles, we're looking at Micah chapter 5, verse 2, which says this: "But you, Bethlehem, Ephratah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from old." from everlasting. And I really believe, Junie, for the most part, we look upon Jesus Jesus and understand him based on the fact that he walked the earth for about 33 years. In other words, we know that he was born in a manger. We know that he hung on a cross, uh, died on the cross, was buried, was resurrected, and then ascended back to his father. But somehow we tend to overlook his eternal nature, his eternal being, as Micah 5.2 says, his goings forth are from old, from everlasting. And we need to get that that glimpse, that understanding, that Jesus was not created, but he was sent to earth by the Father. And that is powerful. We have an eternal God through his spirit, Living within us, June.
2: In the amplified Shelley, uh, in Micah five two, at the end of that verse, it reads, "Whose ain't, um, whose goings forth have come from of old, from ancient days, eternity." And so we see that the ancient days, the eternity from everlasting, it's like he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And there's a cross-reference to Genesis 49.10, where it says the scepter, or leadership, shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between the feet until Shiloh, the Messiah, the peaceful one comes to whom it belongs and to him shall the obedience of the people be. So to really understand this eternal God, we also would desire to be obedient
1: to him. Amen. And isn't it interesting, Junie, in his natural coming to earth, he was born in Bethlehem. And interesting that Bethlehem... and in Hebrew, means the house of bread. And it was from the house of bread, where he came from as a natural person, John 6, 35, Jesus' words were, I am the bread of life. And Ephrata, the small town not too far from Jerusalem, means fruitful. And as we said yesterday, we can certainly understand the fruitfulness of the Lord, who is the bread of life. As we believers, Jew and Gentile believers in the Lord, are really the fruit of his life. He brought forth much fruit. So on a natural basis, he has gone forth from Bethlehem, but his goings forth on a spiritual basis are from everlasting as well. And yesterday we read these verses, Psalm 25, verses 4, 5, and 6. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and loving kindnesses, for they are of old. Psalm 90, verses 1 and 2. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations, before the mountains were brought forth, or even before you formed the earth and the world, Even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Junie, it's so enormous. I know maybe in our brains we say, yeah, Jesus was from everlasting to everlasting. But if this uh, perspective will just be imparted to us, we will see the significance of who is really dwelling in us through his spirit.
2: And in Psalm 118, verse 27 it says, the Lord, and that word, Lord, is the Almighty God, yod vuv hei. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the festival sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. And in verse 28, you are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God. I will extol you.
0: Lord. So the
2: Lord is God. Jesus is the Lord, and the Lord is God. He is our creator, with no beginning and no end.
1: Amen. Amen. Boy, you know, we know it's true, but I pray that it becomes the very essence of who we are, uh, an amazing, amazing work of God to bring forth himself through his Son. If you have your Bibles, turn with us to Isaiah chapter 11. We're going to look at... Portions of it because again I believe this will solidify our understanding of the enormity if I could use that word of who the Lord is Isaiah chapter 11 let's just ponder verse 1 for a moment and then we'll go on Isaiah 11 1, there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots alright from the new American standard it says Then a shoot will spring forth from the stem of Jesse and a branch from his roots will bear fruit.
2: And in the um, Amplified amplified, it says in Isaiah 11 uh, and there shall come forth a shoot out of the stock of Jesse, David's father and a branch out of his roots shall grow and bear fruit.
1: Amen. So we need to get this in perspective. With the Babylonian captivity, the rule of kings from the Davidic line appeared to end. Yet out of Jesse, as Junie just read from the Amplified, Jesse was the father of David. We see this incredible prophecy that from Jesse's line, which went from Jesse to David to ultimately Jesus, we see this incredible prophecy that from Jesse's line, from the Davidic line, will come a branch that will bear fruit. That branch is Jesus, the Messiah. Interestingly, Junie, speaking of the redemption of Israel, we read in Isaiah chapter 4, verse 2, in that day, the branch of the Lord shall be beautiful and glorious And the fruit of the earth shall be excellent and appealing for those of Israel who have escaped, who have escaped. The Messianic title branch also occurs in Jeremiah 23, verse 5, in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 15, and in Zechariah chapter 3, verse 8, and chapter 6, verse 12. So it's very significant that even though it appeared that the Vedic kingdom was was halted by the Babylonian captivity even though it wasn't seen there was a root that came forth a shoot from this from the root of Jesse which of course was David and of course Jesus was from the tribe of Judah where David came from and we see that it wasn't over it was can we say it was suspended for a while but God's purposes, will be and were fulfilled through that root out of dry ground or the root of Jesse.
2: And yet, Shelley, it's also prophetic to, yet to be fulfilled because we see in chapter four of Isaiah and verse three, it says, and he who is left in Zion and remains in Jerusalem will be called holy. Everyone one." who is recorded for life in Jerusalem and for eternal's life. And uh, that is yet to be fulfilled. Yes. In other words, for Jacob's trouble, there will be two-thirds of the city wiped out, but the ones that will be left in Zion and remain in Jerusalem will be called holy. Everyone who is recorded for life in Jerusalem And for eternal life. And so we see that a time is coming when um, Israel, our people, will be redeemed and purified and made holy.
1: Really, you know, chapter 11, uh, that verse in 4, and now 11, really shows that he came forth, and we'll see it in verse 10 again. He came forth as a man, but yet the prophetic view was there from the beginning. For example, when we go on in chapter 11... Verse two, it says the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. So even though uh, the beginning, verse 1 says, the natural birth of Jesus, but we go right away to the prophetic picture and the ultimate end of the days when he will come to judge the earth. And it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And yet in verse five, we read righteousness shall be that belt of his loins and faithfulness, the belt of his waist. He has come from everlasting and he is everlasting.
2: And I know Shelly will talk about the tree in Romans 11 this week. And the branch, and as we know, Israel was cut off yes. because natural Israel doesn't accept Jesus as the Messiah, though you and I are of Israel and we believe he is the Messiah. That scripture that I read has to do with Israel as a nation and we'll see how Jesus's life, He didn't deserve what he got. Israel will deserve because they failed the Lord, but there's a parallel to unsaved Israel that will be redeemed in the last day and uh, we look forward to that yes. and we look forward to seeing our eternal messiah who's not a man and was not created but he is the lord Hallelujah. god yes. of israel
1: father we thank you lord thank, thank you, you lord. lord for your eternal nature
2: yes lord. thank
1: you lord that your goings forth are from old and your goings forth will go on forever thank you lord we are a blessed people yes, jew and lord. gentile who know the living god yes. the messiah the branch that came forth from the stem of Jesse. We thank you in Yeshua's holy name.
0: Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelly and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252.